friends, I'm Kate. And I'm Sadie. And together, we are the University of Missouri Extension's Show Me the Future podcast team. Do you ever look at someone and think to yourself, I wonder what it's like to have their job? Or how did they learn to do their work so well? Well, we ask ourselves those questions too. On this podcast, we visit with amazing people who have fascinating careers. They show us what they do and tell us how they got there. Their stories help middle school students like me to think about the plan for my future and everyone else's. I hope you enjoy this episode of the Show Me the Future podcast. If you like this podcast, you might be interested in finding out more ways to learn new skills, make plans for your future, and develop connections with youth and caring adults. 4-H, a youth program of MU Extension, can help you do all of these things and more. Find Missouri 4-H on Facebook or the MU Extension website, extension.missouri.edu. Celestia Angel is the owner and operator of Chic Boutique and Sagebrush Salon in Centralia, Missouri. In high school, Celestia always loved hands-on learning. So after high school, she headed to South Dakota to pursue cosmetology school. She turned her sparks for the retail industry, cosmetology, and giving back to her community to build her own business. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Show Me the Future podcast. Um, Today, we're doing things a little bit differently. One, Sadie could not join us today, but I brought another familiar voice. Um, He's going to step in for Sadie today um, and ask some questions. But currently, we are in um, Centralia, Missouri, sitting in Chic Boutique with Celestia Angel. And um, we're really excited to listen to her and about her business and just kind of her career. So, Celestia, do you want to just tell us a little bit about yourself and your career? Yes, I am 23 years old, and I am a full-time hairdresser and boutique owner in Centralia, Missouri, and I've been doing hair for three years now, and I enjoy coming to work every day, and I grew up working in the Western store down the street with my grandpa, so now I'm just living the dream, having my own shop. Cool. And where did you go to beauty school? I went to cosmetology school in Watertown, South Dakota, and I went to Lake Area, and it was a 15-month program, and I had graduated high school early at semester and started that January, so I had like two weeks off, and then I moved to South Dakota and started there, and it was negative 32 degrees (laughs) my first week, and it was freezing, but I enjoyed it and got licensed out there and then transferred to Missouri. Very cool. So, could you tell us what a typical day in your career looks like? Um, A typical day, I have been at the boutique for a year now, so I would cut hair Monday through Saturdays, and I take Sundays off. Um, I have eight employees that work here with me, so each day there's usually someone different or two girls come in and just to handle the boutique side, but I am a full-time hairdresser in the back, and I do manicures and pedicures as well, and usually... Um, I don't have any set hours, so I spend a lot of time up here, but I love working with my clients and doing something different every day and all my variety of services as well. Yeah. So, Celestia, what made you choose this career? Is this something that you always wanted to do? 
Um, I thought about that earlier, and I grew up with four sisters, so I was never really into going to the salon. I actually had never had my hair done, and I was one of two girls in cosmetology school, so it was always something I had thought about. Um, I'm very creative, and I like doing makeup as a kid, and with my siblings, we always had fun doing each other's hair. Um, as far as the boutique side goes I have grown up in retail so I kind of did see myself owning a clothing store um, I liked cosmetology once I got into it um, just as far as like working with people being creative um, the conversations you have uh, I thought about cosmetology when I was in high school but I was pretty involved with FFA and I didn't want to go to a tech school then um, during the high school hours so then I put it off and when I graduated early it was a good opportunity to start. Cool. Very cool. Okay so on this podcast we talk a lot about sparks and sparks are those things that make you get out of bed in the morning. They bring you joy, fulfillment, meaning, and purpose to your life and oftentimes they connect us to our work. What do you think some of your sparks are? Well, I'd say the last year has been one of the most challenging years for everyone around, but um, I had to work really hard to find my sparks during that time. I had bought a building and a business, and then three weeks later got shut down with COVID, so we had to kind of come up with a backup plan, and my business plan had changed very quickly. I think my one thing that keeps me coming to work and showing up would be for my salon guest and my uh, team that work here with me. Uh, if I'm not here, then they can handle it. I do know that, but to just be a leader and know that they're watching me and following me, and um, I care about them outside of work, so there are a lot of my sister's friends and my sister that works here, so that's been fun. Um, the other thing that I enjoy is I love what I do, and I don't feel like I need a vacation from it, which I don't take that for granted because I cut a lot of hair with the people that hate their jobs. So um, that is enjoyable, and the creativity that comes with it. And I also think that uh, carrying on the family tradition of coming back to my hometown and providing something for the community and giving back to a town that gave so much to me is a very I don't know, it makes coming to work every day easier. For sure. So uh, what are some of your strengths? Like, what are things you're really good at? Um, I think that some of my strengths, um, I am very self-motivated. I think that kind of comes in when you're an entrepreneur. Um, sometimes I consider myself a dreamer, but you have to come back to reality. So just um, wanting to put the work into it, being self-motivated in the mornings to come in and put in the time that I do to have what I have here. Um, I don't ever want to get outworked or out hustled. So <laughs> my girls that work here, they think I'm crazy, but I don't know. I enjoy it. Uh, I put in the time and I, the reward is there when I'm with clients or finish a hair color or sell an outfit. So it is rewarding and just being my own boss and kind of having the end goal in my head and having a team that helps me get there. Very cool. Well, so obviously you talked a little bit about it. You opened the salon kind of right when COVID hit. So I'm sure that was a big struggle. But what are some, when you think back on your career path, what are some struggles that you faced and how did you overcome them? 
Um, like I said earlier, I graduated high school uh, at semester. All of a sudden, I wasn't very book smart growing up, and I would study really hard for all my tests and maybe hope for a C compared to someone that would look at the page right before the test and get an A. So I was uh, very hands-on, and I think just realizing that that was my strength rather than just studying or just being as book smart. Um, some of my struggles were... So once I graduated high school, I went to South Dakota, and I was uh, 600 miles from home, 17 years old, and just learning, <laughs> we call it adulting in our family, but just so much <laughs> at a time and just being in a totally different environment and just soaking it all in. Uh, I think that just finding myself and my passion and that my, just my skills in doing the hair, um, you kind of second guess yourself at the beginning because you go all in and just wondering if that was the right thing to do but I think the struggles just kind of have taken me to where I'm at now and then with COVID just I always say even to this day just living day by day because so much can change and just the struggles that we face that sometimes that's all I can handle <laughs> behind the chair so <laughs> Yeah. I think another struggle, uh, I've learned this and still trying to do it, uh, my word of the year was balance, so just separating um, work and life, uh, just having time for your family and work and just knowing the values of that, and my family is all workers and entrepreneurs, so we're always doing something, but just finding the balance also. Cool. Um, do you think... Like, when you think back on those struggles, was there anyone in particular um, that kind of helped you get through them? Um, as far as getting through them, I had a sister out in South Dakota, so she was about an hour from where I was at for school. So we would go there on the weekends. She would cook me a home-cooked meal, and I would do my laundry. Um, she was there, and we survived the winters together. My family was very supportive. Um, I needed to get away and find out what I wanted to do with my life, so um, they've always been encouraging and a, a phone call away. I drove uh, 100 miles to school when I was out there, so I had a lot of road time and thinking time and called everyone in my phone, basically. As far as my team now, um, I have a lot of great girls that work for me, and I'm here for them, and they're here for me. They take good care of me, and they know when I need their help and they step up and fill the duties. For sure. So switching gears for a little bit, um, as a middle schooler, you kind of get the opportunity to explore a lot of different careers um, and different career paths. So if you could give those middle schoolers like one piece of advice, what would you tell them? If I could give uh, one piece of advice, I'd say um, take opportunities that you're given um, don't let fear stop you. I could have never gone to South Dakota or gotten away and just stayed here and gone to a four-year college, which was something that I don't even know I could do at the time. I didn't know what I'd go for. Um, probably business, but um, just take opportunities. Um, surround yourself with the right people. I always, or I heard the quote when I was younger, um, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. And I think that just goes to show just hang out with the right people um someone else also told me to not take advice from someone that you wouldn't want to be in their shoes so I think that is important and there's a lot of people that helped me along the way and a lot of people that doubted me and you almost just have to keep going and not give up and just be brave and just go day by day
very cool. Um, I guess just one last question for you. So, since you went to school in South Dakota, how did you how did you find that school, and why did you decide to go there? Uh, Lake Area was the second ranked tech school in the nation. Actually, I had never toured that school before I went there, and it was just kind of ironic because uh, usually people start their college in the fall, so August, but it's very competitive to get in, so there was only 30 spots open, so I was going to just take like six months off and start in August, but instead I applied that January and got in right then, so there was 17 of us that I went to school with, and my first day on campus was the first day of school because it was such short time and I had to, I just applied online and then went there, but... It was a big jump. The town was really big. Watertown, it's like the fifth coldest town in the state. It's in a <laughs> hole. And it was a good experience, though, overall. Cool. And how long, is, how long did you go to school? Uh, cosmetology is by hours. So I went for okay. 2,100 hours, uh, which is the highest number as far as hours go. So then when I transferred, I didn't have to go back to school. I just had to get a Missouri license. So it was about 15 months and I went to school um, eight to four, just like a regular job. And we learned on a, in a book on Wednesdays and everything else was hands-on with mannequins. And then there's actually a salon there that you were able to take real clients. So then you went out on the floor. So and then I worked out there for a year and then I moved back to Sinchaya, which is my hometown three years ago. So, and I've kind of worked my way up. Um, I was renting a booth and then I rented the salon suite, and now I have my own shop. Very cool. Cool. Do you have any other? I don't think else? so, no. Okay. Well, cool. Well, thank you, Celestia. Thank you. It was great to listen to your story and about your business. So. Cool. Hey, friends. That's a wrap for this episode of Show Me the Future podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to check out the others. Don't forget to download our episodes so you can listen on the go. Follow us to get notifications about new episodes. See you next time. This podcast has been brought to you by MU Extension. Through the innovations and ideals of the University of Missouri, MU Extension improves lives, businesses, and communities by focusing on solving Missouri's grand challenges around economic opportunity, educational access, health, and well-being. MU Extension is a partnership for the University of Missouri campuses, Lincoln University, the people of Missouri through County Extension Councils, and the National Institute for Food and Agriculture of the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Through statewide offices, publications, and web-based services, Extension faculty in every county of Missouri continue to carry the benefits of MU research throughout the entire state. Call your local Extension office to learn more about what Extension has to offer. You can also check out MU Extension's website, extension.missouri.edu. That's extension.missouri.edu.